0: The USA Gymnastics Scandal on the big screen. I'm Ed Hula. Welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. April 25th at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City, the saga of the sex abuse scandal involving Larry Nasser, the former team doctor for USA Gymnastics, will be told in a new documentary, At the Heart of Gold. The feature-length documentary investigates the culture that allowed Nasser to operate for so long. It uses a mix of original footage as well as rarely seen archival footage. At the Heart of Gold examines a culture that silenced young women for decades and how they are now fighting to reclaim their narratives. After its premiere on April 25th, the documentary heads to HBO for national and international distribution. Aaron Lee Carter directs the 90-minute film. Joining us today are the producers of At the Heart of Gold. Steven Ungerleiter and David Ulick, both with the Foundation for Global Sports Development, a non-profit organization which, according to its mission statement, exists to deliver and support initiatives that promote fair play, education, and the physical and developmental benefits of sport for youth around the world. In the interests of disclosure, it should be noted that GSD has been an advertising supporter of Around the Rings for a number of years. By profession, Stephen Ungerleiter, a sports psychologist, David Ulick, an attorney. Stephen Ungerleiter, first of all, tell, tell us, how did this film come into existence?
1: Well, uh, this is uh, Dr. is Stephen Ungerleiter, uh, I'll start. Um, I have spent uh, most of my career, uh, nearly 40 years, um, in the sports medicine uh, venue and and working with elite athletes at the Olympic Committee and International Olympic Committee uh so uh I've been around the the culture of sport and uh our focus uh, as you mentioned in your setup piece, uh, David and I have worked for for 35 years together. Uh, we've been to 14 Olympiads, so uh, our our focus has been on prevention, education, uh, outreach, uh, in in different venues. When we uh, first realized several years ago, uh, before the Nassar uh, scandal broke, that there was this culture of abuse and culture of, of uh, predatory behavior uh, all over the country and in, in, in different venues, not just the uh, Nasser situation. We realized that we had to do something. Uh, we were getting calls and, and getting uh, folks, uh, victims coming forward, and we realized um, that we had to be proactive and, and advocate for the victims. So uh, the first order of business was try and understand, try and diagnose the situation, and understand the culture of abuse and how long it had been going on and why had it, it been uh, perpetuated for all these years with uh, you know nobody blowing the whistle. Uh, and, and putting a stop to it so that was the the background and then subsequent to that uh, we sat down and, and decided to do a film
0: in the time frame of the the nasser scandal which which really unfolded um, in 2017 um, how does that correspond with the time you decided to make the film
2: well uh, as stephen mentioned uh, we we we, we Started the concept of the film several years ago, well before the NASA scandal broke, and and when the uh, court proceedings began and the victim impact statements were being made, uh, we were already in in production at that point. So we got on the phone and scrambled and rushed the camera crew over to the to the courtroom so that we could document what was going on there. And uh, but but we really started the film and the concept years ago when we first learned of the travesties that were occurring and that that's actually why uh, our film is is the first uh feature documentary on the topic
0: and is there a storyline to it i mean did you know at that time that you were uh brainstorming the the genesis of this film that it would it would revolve around the the predations of larry nassar
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I'm not a a filmmaker. Um, uh, I've spent 40 years as a research psychologist and sports medicine person, but uh, I've had to learn quickly and get up on the curve. Uh, What I have learned over uh, this experience and, and previous film experiences is when you're doing a documentary, you go into it, with some notions of who you want to interview, who you want to uh, talk to, who you want to uh, get your gems uh, of wisdom from, which which we did, and you want to collect all that as fast and as efficiently as possible. And then, of course, uh, somebody else will emerge or a uh, somebody from the law enforcement community or somebody from the Senate Judiciary Committee. So you try and and grasp all of those uh, pieces as quickly as you can. And then, uh, fortunately, we have a great team. Uh, We assembled a a very, very solid creative uh, team of of, of filmmakers. And then uh, those folks will uh, sort of take it from there with uh, cutting and pasting and editing. But it's an interesting process. Uh, You don't, uh, really know the the, the full storyline until you see what uh, the material and what, who the players are and uh, what emerges from those dialogues. Is this
0: uh, film come to an end or is it still too many questions to answer? For example, the the, the relief and recovery of the hundreds of survivors of of, of of nasser's um, uh, still have to deal with that aftermath still have to deal with their uh recovery from 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 his crimes um, how do you deal with that uncertainty that future
2: well well sadly this story is not over uh in the years to come there will be future revelations of atrocities and 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 not just in gymnastics, but other sports. But we, we intend that our film have a life well beyond the premiere at uh, Tribeca and the HBO release on May 3rd. Uh, we have several programs in place, one of w- which is to do it. Stephen and I will be doing an educational tour ar- around universities throughout the United States where we show the film and conduct uh, Q&A and symposium sessions with university students. And we're also launching a, a great program called Courage First. We're providing seed funding of $1 million towards this program, and it's going to be an abuse prevention and education program that targets both youth in schools through in-person educational programming on on sports safety issues and abuse in sports, as well as uh, training adults, frankly. One of the issues in the Larry Nassar case was that the adults, the parents, were not uh, aware of what was going on and were not... uh, keenly sensitive to potential issues there, so through our Courage First program, we're also going to be uh, targeting parents with educational videos on signs that they need to be aware of in the sexual abuse area in sports. Uh,
1: Ed, 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 just to go back to your question, uh, excellent, excellent question. you know, we there is a lot of darkness uh, in the culture uh, of sport right now, and there's a lot of darkness in uh, that we uh, express in the film. We didn't want people walking away saying, "Oh my God, um, I can't imagine having a child and putting them in sport." Uh, what we try and do, is uh, emerge from the darkness with, with some light and say that uh, there is a plan, as David had said, there is an educational plan, there are ways to do background checks, there are ways to get help, and there are institutions that are uh, uh, changing. So uh, there's reporting mechanisms and, and, and things like that when you suspect uh, a sexual prayer behavior. Um, but at the end of the day, um, There are uh, people, young women and older women, um, who have been scarred, and what we know from from, uh, sexual trauma and other types, that there is a lot of PTSD, and it doesn't emerge until later in life. So, um, yeah, that exists and will continue to exist. What we hope is we will provide a forum for victims to come together and support each other to try and work through uh, some of this trauma.
0: Steven Ungerleiter is one of the producers of the documentary about the USA Gymnastics sex abuse scandal, At the Heart of Gold. The film premieres April 25th at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City. Does this film break new ground, give us new perspectives on this sex abuse scandal?
1: It's very sad uh, that the culture um, of, of sexual abuse and, and, and sexual predators um, have been around for quite a while. And what we're learning is that it's, it's been there. Uh, I think there, there were certain people uh, within the system who tried to blow the whistle and, uh, and make some changes. Uh, But there's also a lot of denial of what we uh, often refer to in sports medicine as uh, pathological denial, saying, uh, nah, it's just a few bad apples. Um, Well, the reality is that um, there is a a culture that that still remains, and um, I'm I'm glad that uh, the United States Senate and judiciary and subcommittees have, have, uh, have taken this seriously and they're looking at, uh, you know, revising the Amateur Sports Act, putting in stopgap measures on reporting uh, background checks. Um, it's something that that needs a lot of attention, and um, I'm hoping that uh, this film will, will shed light on all of those issues and make uh, uh, sporting venues a, a safer place, especially for our young people.
0: Were there any challenges with uh, making this film? Things that you wanted to get to that you couldn't? Uh, people you wanted to speak with who were not available?
2: Yeah, this film had a lot of challenges. Uh, it's uh, it's it's hard to know where to begin, but uh, it uh, you have just the combination of the of, of being sensitive to the. To the survivors and their feelings, and and, and and the fact that this is still raw for many of them, and their sensitivities to Larry Nassar. Uh, you have the U.S. Olympic Committee that we that we dealt with in terms of um, frankly licensing footage for, for the for the film and and, and dealing with that. Um, so we just we had, uh, you know obviously just all the all the other issues that come with making a film. It it, it was it was, it, it was an extremely difficult film to make. Uh, but but I think we've we, we, we've navigated it all and uh, and and we're 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 thrilled that we're able to create something that will hopefully uh, for you know for years to come help help solve this problem.
0: Do you get any feeling from the U.S. Olympic Committee or USA Gymnastics about how they feel about this film? Did, were, were were they cooperative? Did you are there people from both organizations who appear in the film?
2: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think our background in in this area goes way back through our foundation 30 years, and and our foundation uh, has been a financial supporter of of the U.S. Olympic Committee's youth education programs throughout the world for many years. And so, uh, you know, initially we we, we tried to speak to the U.S.O.C. directly and have them take a more proactive position on, on, on this and do more. But uh but when they didn't uh Stephen and I spoke to each other, and we decided that we really needed to to take drastic action and bring this this subject to the widest number of people- people possible and so so we decided to move forward on the film
0: uh the survivors willing to tell their stories how important is that
1: well, it it was huge and and uh, it really was a uh magnificent um Moment, uh, both individually when we filmed, and also we had uh, a large uh, gathering in Los Angeles uh, a few years ago, uh, an event to uh, try and bring people together. And I think that um, uh, what happened was uh, there was this snowball effect where uh, a few folks came together, and and also it uh, uh, got the attention of the media, and then others came forward and said, well. Um, gee, there's there's comfort in numbers, and so the numbers swelled, and and uh, many many hundreds of, of uh, survivors came forward and uh, were willing to talk with us on on camera, and also talk uh, to the media, and and talk in these in these groups. Uh, so it, it was very um, it was very uplifting. I think it was very cathartic, uh, extremely therapeutic uh, for all of us to to uh, hear their stories, and I think that will be one of the lasting uh, legacies of, of the not only the film but the programs that we're building around the film that will travel uh, and give the film a shelf life in that uh, the survivors want to go to communities and talk to parents and want to educate coaches, want to talk to lawmakers, uh, want to talk to uh, law enforcement uh, and explain uh, how this Culture is so insidious and seems to slide under the radar. Uh, so I think uh, those will uh, those will be very very important uh, going forward.
2: And, and I'll just add one of the one of the uh, most uh, uplifting parts of this story for us was, as I think ATR has reported in the past, the Foundation for Global Sports Development has, for many Olympics now, going back uh, fifteen twenty years honored at, at the Olympic Games an IOC member who we feel contributed in some way to the benefit of, of youth and sports, either through anti-doping or, 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 or medical aid or, 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 or Paralympics, et cetera. And at the last Olympics, for the first time, we decided rather than honor an IOC member, we decided to focus on the survivors. And we had a special event in Los Angeles where we honored – many of the survivors who came to the event and our expectation initially was that it would be a very somber and sad event and while it did begin a little bit like that by the end of the event the sister survivors had all gotten together and it and it became really a celebration of their advocacy and their speaking up and solving this problem and we had multiple generations of victims and survivors from in their 50s down to teenagers, and, and those in their 50s were grateful to the younger generation for, for bringing this to light, and the younger generation was grateful to the older generation for paving the way for them, and it became this cathartic uh, healing process, and, and, and watching that was just so rewarding for, for, for me and Stephen.
1: Uh,
0: Larry Nasser, what is his place in this film? Is he interviewed? Do you talk to him at all? Does he have any kind of voice?
1: He wasn't uh, allowed to 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 be interviewed. Um, uh, but we did interview uh, both of his defense attorneys, and we were granted permission to be in the courtroom during the sentencing and um, the victim impact statements, which uh, you, you, many, many uh, people around the world saw live on CNN, which were uh, you know quite quite powerful uh... so we were very fortunate and then uh... the federal judge um, who initially said i'm not talking to anybody i want this to be uh... their story of meeting the victims and she was very clear that she didn't want to uh... have any media attention she wanted to focus on the uh... the bravery and the courage of the victims at the 11th hour she turned around and said you know I really would like to talk to you folks, and she was very gracious, granted us uh, many hours of, of interviews, and uh, it, her uh, statements are extremely powerful.
0: Are there people who will be uncomfortable seeing this film, who do you point any fingers of blame at anybody? Is there, you know, as I say, are there people who, when they see this film, will feel uncomfortable? the way it's the stories that it depicts
2: well the film addresses sensitivities in many areas uh in terms of the survivors we've 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 uh, attempted to be as sensitive as possible to their situation and have been continually reaching out to them and and uh you know obviously seeing larry nasser on on screen in and of itself will be difficult for many of them but 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 as mentioned we've, we've we've tried to address that as as well as we possibly could in terms of uh, in terms of other issues, institutional culpability, we, we address that head on. we feel that's a big part of the problem the failure of of the various sports governing bodies to, to properly address this area uh, and, and, and we feel that was important in terms of making change going forward and hopefully minimizing these type of events in the future.
1: Yeah, and I'll just add we were we were extremely honest uh, and candid. Uh, and proactive with the Olympic committee we went to them early on because of the decades of relationships and work that we've done and said we're not going to be uh, going behind your back or doing anything uh, nefarious we want you to be part of the solution we want you to be proactive and get out there and 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 uh, talk with us both in the film and, and others so that we can work on uh, solving these problems together uh, they declined, and uh, for for a number of reasons. Uh, I don't think there'll be any surprises. They know that the film is coming. They know that uh, uh, it's um, it's about to be launched. And uh, I think we've been very uh, uh, transparent in saying this is something that involves all of us. We're not pointing fingers. We're all in this together. I mean, I I'm the father of, of two daughters and. They were in gymnastics. Um, one of them trained at the Crowley Ranch was a high-level gymnast. And I said to many people, including the Olympic Committee, we're all in this together. We have to work to find solutions to this the horrific culture of abuse that's uh, been going on for quite a while.
0: What would be the effect that you want the film to have? Is this uh, one of these moments that makes people realize this can't happen again, and they take steps to make sure it doesn't happen
2: again? Absolutely. We want to educate as many people as possible. Uh, I think most people know that child sex abuse is a common problem. One in four girls in the U.S. are victims of, of sexual abuse. and And sports, while it's something that hasn't received... Uh, most of the attention in this regard, sports is the activity that the largest number of children in the United States are engaged in. And so sexual abuse in sports is, 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 is the biggest platform uh, for, for abuse to occur. So, so we feel that this film will help in that regard, not just in gymnastics, but, but across the spectrum. And, and we want to make uh, children and youth and, and adults aware of this so that they can be proactive and increase reporting and, 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 and oversight and at both the, 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 the individual level, the institutional level, the government level and hopefully make a difference.
0: We've been talking with David Ulick who is one of the producers of At the Heart of Gold as well as Dr. Steven Ungerleider. Uh, both of them producers of At the Heart of Gold. It premieres at the Tribeca Film Festival April 25th and will be appearing on HBO beginning May 3rd. Is that the date?
2: Yes, Friday, May 3rd, yeah.
0: Thanks very much for joining us today, both of you gentlemen, and uh, good luck and best wishes with the premiere in New York.
1: Thanks, Ed. Appreciate your time.
2: Thank you.
0: That's Dr. Stephen Ungerleider joining us by phone from Oregon along with David Ulick, who spoke to us from Los Angeles. The two men are producers of the documentary At the Heart of Gold. It's about the USA Gymnastics sex abuse scandal. The film premieres April 25th at the Tribeca Film Festival. HBO has acquired rights to the film and will air it beginning May 3rd. And thank you for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For more than 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is... AroundTheRings.com.